Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. Listening to the Taking Authority Over Autism podcast. My name is Shaletta Brundage and I am your host. They call me Minnesota's autism mom, not just because I have three kids who have autism, but because I am an advocate for special needs uh, children and especially for their parents. And if you've been listening to my family story, you know about our journey. You will know that I rely on my faith and my prayers and my God to help our family, to heal our children, to give us the strength we need uh, to make it through. I don't do an interview. I don't uh, go before a group of autism parents. I don't do anything uh, without saying something about how God has brought us through. The times have been difficult, but you know, my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures is uh, God will give us new strength for whatever we're going through. There's always a strength that he will give us to make it through having one child with autism, having two children with autism, and then three, God has been able to give the, me the strength that I need to make it through. And that comes through prayer and faith. And so that's why I am so honored so, 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 so honored that Mr. Steve Moore, the chair of the 60th annual Minnesota Prayer Breakfast, asked me, your girl, me right here, to do the opening prayer. I've got Steve on the phone. Thank you so much for being part of the Taking Authority Over Autism podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be a part of it. My daughter uh, is a school psychologist and works with uh, that population of wonderful kids all the time. And it's always been a part of an important part of our life. So thank you for being the advocate for those kids and those families. Well, tell your daughter, I said, thank you for being on the front lines and for caring. Um, there's a special kind of person who works with children. Those people are gifted and blessed and talented. But then there's an extra bit of butter, an extra bit of sauce, you know, an extra little sprinkle of something for those educators who work with special needs children. They want to be there. They want to help. They want to see those children do better. And so, you know, on behalf of families like mine, tell your daughter, I said, thank you. Well, she just loves it. That's what's so wonderful about it. It's not a grind. It's not a, it's not a tragic kind of situation. She watch, she uh, loves these kids and the kids love her. And to watch these steps of progress that these kids are making, that's, that's what, that's what being an educator is all about. So it's, uh, yep, God, God didn't make no junk. He, he, uh, he, he gave her a gift. And yeah. we all have uh, potential and room to grow. And any time we get to watch anybody grow on this planet, uh, it's, it's an experience of, of uh, God working with us. Now, speaking of God working with us, God has worked through you. Uh, and for 60 years, the Minnesota Prayer Breakfast has been going on. Tell us about that for folks who don't know about the Prayer Breakfast. Well, it's been going here in Minnesota, one of the oldest. The first uh, Prayer Breakfast in America uh, on a kind of a national scale was 1953. So just seven years after that is when Minnesota picked up the idea from a bunch of friends in D.C., Billy Graham was our first speaker in wow. 1960 when I was uh, six years old. 
so I wasn't on the committee at that point. <laughs> you uh, wasn't a co-chair that, that I was, year? I was not. I was not. <laughs> I was just uh, learning how to use crayons at that point. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Graham was our first speaker, and, uh, and we have found one person that was there uh, for that 1960 breakfast, and that is our own Al Quee, who is the governor of Minnesota from 78 to 82. Mm. And so, and he was a brand new congressman from southern Minnesota on that day of that first Minnesota prayer breakfast. And he said when Dr. Graham, when Billy came down from the podium, he was very discouraged by the way in which he had spoken. And our Al Quee was able to put an arm around him and said, no, Billy, that was great. Keep on going. Keep on going. People need to hear what you have to share. So we've had, you know, 59 kind of different kind of years uh, taking place in hotels that aren't there anymore mm -hmm. through all kinds of different governors and different kinds of ways in which been organized by CEOs and bishops of denominations and all kinds of different things. So it's, it's kind of mirrored the kind of progress of Minnesota over those 60 years. And now we got a brand new situation that we never, uh, we never saw coming mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, with, with, uh, you know, the, the, the need for us, to be kicked out of the ballroom where we normally have. I know. And, people. and I just assumed that you guys were going to cancel it. I really, you know, cause I was excited when you called and you invited me. I, I just, I was so honored. I called my mom and dad and, you know, they were excited and, you know, and, and they were like, well, what are you going to say? And, and I was like, I don't know. And then, you know, when, when COVID happened and, and folks were canceling things left and right, I thought, oh, no, they're going to cancel the breakfast. But you all got creative. So so tell us tell us how this all came about. Well, just, you know, it's part of my life. Uh, I worked on Capitol Hill for 25 years, so I got involved in the breakfast early on, way back in the 70s, and I've had the privilege of going to the breakfast in Rwanda and Burundi and in Japan and in South America and all of these kind of really challenging places and to watch it and to be involved in the Minnesota one year by year. So uh, this was, you know, created an opportunity for us to reach out to people who uh, wouldn't necessarily, may not have been available for that particular morning to submit uh, tapes for us to include, which we're kind of putting together. But I mean, gosh, we've got, we've got you to lead it off. We've got a beautiful, tender, sweet message from the governor. Another one from Amy Klobuchar, uh, uh, a, a beautiful message from Ken Blanchard, who wrote The One Minute Manager, which sold 13 million copies. That's one copy for every man, woman, and child in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Wow. And some of the really smart dogs. Blanchard's been a hero for so many people. Sent us a tape from San Diego. He's just uh, turned 80. Uh, we we, we uh, put out a bunch of calls, and we have little uh, prayer requests from about 15 mayors in small towns around Minnesota mm. who are telling us what we can be praying for for these places kind of all over Minnesota. And it's just to watch those uh, different people. And then we got a, an ER doc uh, at, um, at Regents Hospital in St. Paul, who was our keynoter a few years ago, Dr. Tom Blee, mm -hmm. who basically walks around region and takes pictures of all these colleagues on the front lines and expresses the gratitude they have they all have to be together in the way which God is using them through this whole thing. we got a recent college graduate who had emigrated from Bulgaria who says a prayer for her generation, which is stepping in to uh, 
uh, be in leadership. And then mm-hmm. the close of the breakfast is uh, PJ Fleck from the Gophers in all of his PJ Fleckness. <laughs> so, uh, just, I watched the tape, but I, I felt like I pulled a muscle just watching him talk. Right. <laughs> so he's, he's like, he's, you and he would have an effervescent contest. Baby, one of us would have an aneurysm. I'm sure of it. I am sure <laughs> somebody's sure. blood vessel would get popped if we had a con- If I was in the room with PJ Fleck, somebody's blood vessel would be popped. So anyway, it's just so it's maybe going to be and it's all squeezed into a, 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 a nice, tidy 45 minutes or so. So it'll move really quick. Bang, zoom from one thing to the next. And it's going to be something for absolutely everybody. And it's going to be touching and it's going to be fun and it's mm. going to be uh, warm and it's going to be encouraging and lots and lots of prayer Lots and lots of prayer requests for people to write down so they get a sense from the leaders of this great state uh, what they're going through and getting a little look in the eyes of those various people as they talk. You really get to understand the heart of our leaders who are trying to carry us through this thing. So uh, it's going to be a a remarkable uh, experience. And, uh, you know, I, I think we've made some really good lemonade out of the experience that we're in. And folks can watch that on Tuesday uh, at 7 a.m. on your website, right? Right. Uh, Minnesotaprayer.org, all run together, no space, Mm -hmm. minnesotaprayer.org. And that'll have a button on there that you can click. And we like as many people as possible to watch because there'll be people all over the country and actually all over the world. Some people that are involved in prayer breakfasts in Africa and Asia and Europe and Latin America that are friends of breakfast and love these kind of things will actually be tuning in with these Minnesotans and other people around the country who love this sort of thing will be praying with us. So it'll have a really interesting, uh, Shalette, I think you know the moment when Jesus is in the upper room Hmm. and he says, you know, if I go away, it's really good because if I go away, then I'll send the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the idea of you know, once Jesus is gone and the Holy Spirit comes, all of a sudden geography doesn't matter. Exactly. And, and we can be, I mean, uh, if, you know, we don't have the spirit small S of being in the same room, but we got the spirit capital S mm-hmm. to link us all together no matter where we are. So it's it's just uh, we're, we're counting on a really remarkable moment. And people be able to, I mean, this, these three minutes of, of Governor Walls talking, uh, and and just to to see his heart as he shares and uh, Amy Klobuchar, whose uh, whose husband John Bessler uh, contracted COVID, and uh, and just as she talks a bit about him uh, and their experience, it just it's uh, and, and the college kid and 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 Blanchard, uh, just the pure wisdom of uh, four really strong. Uh, pure, practical things that he says that we can do to help weather this kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. vintage. Uh, and so it just got something for everybody. Beautiful music, too. I can't wait to see it all put together. It's Tuesday uh, at 7 a.m. Uh, on your website. It's 45 minutes and it's a time for healing. It's a time for wholeness. You know, it's a time, you know, we are not together uh you know, like you said, physically, but we are together in the spirit and we can be together on Tuesday for the 60th annual Minnesota Prayer Breakfast. Steve, thank you so much for being a part of the show and for inviting me and allowing me 
to make history with you and to bring our country and people together for that moment. We couldn't do it without you. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, God bless you. And I will see you on TV on Tuesday. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And thank you all for tuning in to the Taking Authority Over Autism podcast. You can do it. Keep praying. Keep pushing. Your babies are worth it. We'll see you next time. Always fun and informative, Shaletta is a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.